Have you ever met someone who appeared to be the person of your dreams? From the beginning, they were inquisitive of your likes and dislikes. And before you knew it, they were checking everything off your list of desires for an ideal mate. When suddenly, they became someone different. Despite your confusion and desire for the original person to resurface, they don't and they won't. Could they have changed overnight? Or could they have been a chameleon? In today's episode of the Arise Podcast, We'll discuss the ways in which chameleons date with the purpose of cloning for compatibility. So come on in and gather yourselves. It will be a colorful ride. The marriage rate has actually dropped. According to Pew Research, back in 1960, 72% of Americans were married. Today, only about 50% are married. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, 46% of Welcome to Arise with Tiffany Taylor, a podcast where we examine the cultural stigmas associated with singleness in light of biblical standards. It's a space where you can embrace your right now life by discovering and living in God's design, purpose, and will. Arise, there is still life in you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Arise Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Taylor. And before we even get started with today's episode, I gotta give a shout out to those of you listening, streaming, downloading, subscribing, sharing, loving, and talking about this podcast with your friends and them. If the Arise Podcast is one of your best kept secrets, you can change that today. One way is by rating and subscribing on your podcast provider. The other is by sharing on your social media and or the old school way by word of mouth. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Arise Tribe. We also welcome you to get engaged with us. We post questions to provide unbiased perspectives and to spark courageous conversation about singleness and relationships. And today is no different. So y'all know a girl gotta ask have you ever dated a chameleon i myself have dated some chameleonaires honey yes when i met them they weren't new to it they were true to it they were so good i found myself questioning myself like is it me did did i do something wrong because i really didn't think it was feasibly possible for someone to just switch up overnight like that and then i began to recognize the pattern because i was commonly attracting chameleonaires and not the rapper okay but we'll get into that in a minute because i just gotta ask have you ever been a dating chameleon if you can't raise your hand just say ouch because i'm coming down your road and i'm stepping on your toes (laughs) my toes hurt too y'all because i realize i have also been a chameleon in relationships to a certain extent yeah a little bit of a chameleonaire We're going to get into all of that today and how it impacts dating and relationships. But to provide those of you who are not as familiar with this term a little background context, a chameleon is a person who wants to make a good impression no matter what. And it's a person who will try to be any and everyone that they think that person expects them to be. This social term is taken from the reptile that's called a chameleon, and that's known to change its colors depending on its atmosphere to blend in for protection. So when I first realized dating chameleons even existed, it wasn't until after I decided to take myself off the dating scene to take the time I needed to heal from past relationships. During that time, I reflected 
and I journaled about my feelings and experiences. I prayed to God to show me where the relationships went wrong and where I went wrong in them because although I have a great heart, I wasn't as intelligent of a dater as I thought I was. So I had to go to the one who created these creations that I was dating. (laughs) So one of the areas God showed me that I was making repetitive mistakes in in each relationship was at the beginning. What often happens is guy meets girl and guy shows a copious amount of interest in girl. And girl is excited because her last ex didn't exhibit this much interest at the end of the relationship. So guy is asking girl all of the questions about her preferences. And girl is feeling like, oh my gosh, he's just so into me. He wants to know more about me. He wants to know my perspective and thoughts. He's just such a great listener and conversationalist. But girl forgets to collect his much, if not more, data on Guy as he collected on her. So basically, she's feeling like a superstar being interviewed on the red carpet. Each day with new Guy becomes sweeter than the day before. And then, out of nowhere, Guy starts looking different, acting different, talking different, and girl is bumping to Mia's only top 10 single on the Billboard charts, Stranger in My House. So when we come back from the break, I'll dish on how this scenario tends to play out from personal experience, two types of chameleonaires, and tips on how to recognize and avoid this. So keep it locked. A Lifetime Movie Event. You want them to be the Jackson 5? They better than the Jackson 5. Based on a true story. You didn't just sell the songs. You sold the sister's future. Of the best-selling gospel group of all time. God's plan is for y'all to stay together. No, mama. It's your plan. From Grammy Award-winning executive producers, Queen Latifah, Mary J. Blige, and Missy Elliott, the Clark Sisters. Coming this spring. On Lifetime. What's up and welcome back to the Arise podcast. We're talking about dating chameleons and how some clone themselves for compatibility. Now, before the break, I shared a scenario that I've experienced as a woman and that other women may have experienced as well at the beginning of meeting someone new. I found that when I was meeting guys, they would ask me a gazillion questions and it wasn't necessarily for the purpose of them getting to know me as much as it was for the purpose of them going into this miracle lab to create a Stefan Urkel of sorts. (laughs) Shout out to you Family Matters fans. By no means am I suggesting that you should not ask questions or answer questions about yourself at the beginning of getting to know someone. However, you should be discerning and you should vet the questions to understand the purpose and intent behind them. Here's a perfect example. So after brief introductory chit chat and conversation, God sends a message asking me to describe the perfect man in my opinion. Instantly, a red flag begins to blow in the wind for me. Had this been some time ago, I would have been singing like a bird, listing off all the nice qualities I like in a man. But now that your girl is a lot wiser, I answered with the following. In my opinion, there's only one perfect man, Jesus. Therefore, aside from Jesus, I don't have a list of perfect qualities of a man, but in alignment with Jesus, I would know or recognize the quote unquote perfect man for me. Does that make sense? Guy responds with, yes, that makes perfect sense. What about physically? (laughs) I 
responded with, while physical attraction is important, I'm no longer led by the idea of what a person's physique should look like in my eyes to determine if they are perfect for me. Every human is uniquely designed. How do we know we've seen all there is to see to determine the perfect person physically? What happens to our idea of perfection when physical changes occur to the physique that once attracted us? Your thoughts? His response was, it matters to me. Can't be out here dating precious. So FYI, just so you guys know, I never responded to the guy again. Conversation was over. And a few months later, guy was engaged (laughs) to a whole nother woman. So what does that tell you? So I believe there are two types of chameleons when it comes to dating. The scenario I just shared with you is one that I have most commonly seen exhibited by men. It's when one morphs into the person you desire them to be at the beginning of the relationship to obtain interest and appear to be the person of your dreams. Now the downside to this is deep down the chameleon comes to realize that their partner doesn't like or love them for the layers that make up who they really are, but instead only like and love them for who they have pretended to be. The second downside is that the chameleon ends up always having to inauthentically please and submit to the person they're dating just to maintain the relationship, which leads to them tolerating them. The third downside is that you end up being tired of your partner quickly. You lose excitement and differences can usher in boredom into a relationship. A great example of this is the Laura Winslow, Steve Urkel, and Stefan Urkel scenario on Family Matters. Stefan Urkel could only be in character only so long before he morphed back into Steve Urkel. And every time he morphed back into Steve, Laura was back disappointed because although Steve was crazy about Laura, she was never physically attracted to him. She was not intellectually attracted to him and she wasn't emotionally attracted to him. But she was all those things attracted to Stefan Urkel. But Steve had to recognize that she would never authentically love him for him. The second type of dating chameleon is one I've often seen exhibited by women. I myself have fallen into this category. When God revealed to me how I was over-providing information to men who morph into chameleons, he also showed me times in which I did not show up in past relationships as my authentic self. And so I fell into the second type of a chameleon. The second type of a chameleon is one who fears being and showing who they really are so that their true selves won't be rejected. They show parts of themselves at a surface level. However, they refrain from showing their partner the real them for fear of being rejected. The downside of being this type of chameleon is that it also leads to toleration. The second downside is that it leads to dating beneath your standards. Because you've placed your partner's happiness above your own, you have shrunken and begun to go along to get along. You typically will end up dating those who are not a good match for you, your lifestyles, or your beliefs. So you might be asking, why would anyone go through the trouble of pretending to be someone they're not? People adopt chameleon personalities to feel loved and accepted, to avoid disagreement, 
and also to appear compatible. In my own experiences, there were times I exhibited this type of chameleon when I didn't freely share my personality, my passions with those I dated, but yet I would morph into this perfect girlfriend and support their personalities and passions even if I didn't care for them. For instance, when I was much younger, I dated a guy that was into nice cars, big rims, and loudspeaker systems. Well, I didn't care for all that flash. I would ride shotgun with him in his candy-coated painted car with the bass system blowing my eardrums out. Now, I definitely demonstrated other chameleon tendencies, but a girl can't tell it all in one episode. But if I didn't like the threat of my hearing being impaired, I could have expressed this to him, but I didn't. And God wanted me to see the importance of why I did not and how I was exhibiting these tendencies. For me, it was because I wanted to feel loved and accepted by him. And also, I did want to appear as if we were compatible, even though I knew in my heart of hearts and everyone on the outside looking in could definitely see we were far from being compatible. So someone might be asking, how do we avoid entering into relationships with chameleon-type personalities? The first way to avoid entering into a relationship with the chameleon is to communicate with God. Pray to God. Pray in your native tongue and your heavenly tongue. Pray and ask God who you should date, whom you should marry. God and the Holy Spirit are able to caution and assist you where you don't have clear direction. Sometimes we don't know what we should pray for, and the Holy Spirit is able to intercede on our behalf. And then that brings us to the second way you can avoid entering into a relationship with chameleon-type personalities, and that's to invite the Holy Spirit in. If you have not asked the Holy Spirit to come into your life, simply invite him to be a part of your life. Why? Because he assists us through our blind areas and our weak areas. Matthew 26 and 41 states that the Holy Spirit helps our infirmities, which means he stands alongside us, waiting in the wings, willing to aid and assist us and provide discernment for us as it relates to dealing with others. Often when you're approached with the potential opportunity to date someone new, you may feel a sense of anxiety, nervousness, the butterflies. There are so many unknowns, so many questions, and it feels like the the clock is tick, 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 ticking, and you don't want to run out of time. But relax and pray. Praying helps you to separate yourself from the pressure before you unravel because of it. The third way to avoid entering into a relationship with chameleon-type personalities is to check their fruit. The Bible gives us a test to use on ourselves and others to know if we resemble our Father God. Check to see if they possess the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. This is found in Galatians 5th chapter, 22nd through the 23rd verse. I would encourage you to do a fruit checkup with them and yourself periodically because it's easy to demonstrate this fruit at the beginning of a thing. So when we come back from the break, we'll hear from the Arise tribe on this, so stay close. Got questions? Well, we've got answers. Mm. Maybe. Let's connect. Send your questions about living single, not the sitcom, but singleness in general, via email to the arise tour at gmail.com. If you send a short voice memo, we may play it on air in an upcoming episode and follow up with an answer during the show. If you type your question, we may read it on air and again provide a response. So hit us up. We look forward to hearing from you soon. 
Welcome back to the Arise Podcast. We've been chopping it up about being a dating chameleon or dating a chameleon. So we posted two questions to garner insight on today's topic from the Arise Tribe. The first question is, have you ever failed at being your authentic self in a relationship? All right, that's a tough one. Darlene writes, no. All right, Darlene. Sue writes, no. All right, that's two no's. Let's see what else we get here. Deanna writes, unfortunately, but never again. All right, Deanna. Me too, girl. Rain writes, yes, trying to please my mate out of fear of him leaving. But nevertheless, it's all love. All right, Rain. Thank you so much for your transparency. That's real. And so um, I'm curious to, to see... Um, the responses for our next question and also curious to see if we'll have any gentlemen weigh in as well so the second question we posed was have you ever been asked what you desire in a mate by someone you're dating did he or she attempt to become those traits or did they already possess them les writes my mom always said don't answer that question but i do and i haven't noticed anyone going out of their way to appear different i think it's just conversation Nobody's going to add that much to their plate. Ooh, all right, Les, kudos to your mom for giving you the heads up on that. But I will say, you would be surprised, Les, who will add that much to their plate. Because I've seen some even have a carryout plate to go. Because that's how much they're willing to be a chameleonaire. <laughs> all right, Jamila writes, LOL, the imposters can't keep up the illusion longer than three months anyway. Hey, I agree, Jamila, but please know there are some imposters who can keep it up longer than the three months, and you'll definitely be surprised, but I totally get what you're saying. Destiny writes, LOL, I hate those type of questions. People just try to be what you want them to be until they can't fake it anymore if they don't possess those attributes. All right, real talk, where does Bond? Nathan writes, oh my goodness, we have a gentleman. <laughs> Shout out to the guys. Nathan's coming through with the clutch. Nathan writes, I ask what they are looking for and expect an answer. I'm going to be myself, but if I'm not what she is looking for, then I save us both time. Yo, kudos to Nathan. I, I that's, that's honorable of you to definitely be honest and upfront and be willing to show up as your authentic self and expect that in return. I believe if all of us operate that way, then we can have more healthier relationships. So kudos to you for that. Chin writes, I don't like to say what I want in a person or in a relationship. The reason is if I say it, they will attempt to become those traits. Let the relationship go on and I will know if the person possesses what I need. For me, attempting to become such traits will not work because character does not hide itself. That is why after marriage, people discover that the person they thought they knew is no longer the same person. Though no one is born without fault, let's be genuine. That's when our lapses can be tolerated. Yo, Chin, you just tightly tied up this episode in a beautiful bow and just brought it all together. I totally agree. Also, I love the fact that you brought up the, um, the concept of toleration. When we're able to be our true selves and expose our lapses, our shortcomings, our infirmities then that breeds room 
for our lapses to be tolerated because the person's able to decide from an authentic and honest space whether or not that's something they're willing to work with. So thanks everybody from the Arise Tribe for weighing in. Kudos to Nathan coming in for the guys. Let's face it, being single in this day and age can be challenging. Being truly saved and single is a whole nother beast. It's sad that so many people struggle with showing up as their authentic selves in life because they fear rejection. Rejection is something none of us are exempt from, not even Jesus. We find in the Gospels that even prior that there were many instances in which Jesus was rejected. Even today, some choose not to acknowledge or surrender to his lordship or sovereignty. Yet Jesus doesn't force us to come to him. He gently loves us. We can't stop others from being chameleonaires, but we can set the atmosphere to make it easy for them to be themselves by living gently with ourselves and others. God's grace is sufficient for us. We don't have to worry about who we aren't or what we don't have because God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. You're not a carbon copy. God only made one of you for a reason. So show up in your authenticity. Arise. There is still life in you. So you're going to come up in here and listen and not rate or subscribe. If you haven't done so already, make sure you do that. We appreciate it. Hashtag Arise Tribe.